You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. The faces, a nod is as good as a wink to a blind horse. In the room, I have Rob. Hi. Ben. Ho. And John. Hey. A nod's as good as a wink to a blind horse was the third album by the British rock group The Faces, released on the 17th of November, 1971 on Warner Brothers. The producer was The Faces and Glenn Johns, and the genre is rock and roll, boogie rock, blues rock, hard rock, and country rock. And I'm going to read from All Music Review by Stephen Thomas Irwine. The Faces' third album finally gave the group their long-awaited hit single in Stay With Me, helping send the album into the Billboard Top 10, which is certainly a testament to both the song and album. But it's hard to separate its success from that of Rod Stewart's sudden solo stardom. In the mere months that separated their previous album, Long Player, and A Nod, Rod had a phenomenal hit with Maggie May and Every Picture Tells a Story, his third solo album. Something that would soon irreparably damage the band, but at the time it was mere good fortune helping bring them some collateral success that they deserved. Certainly it didn't change the character of the album itself, which is the tightest record the band ever made. Granted, that may be a relative term since the sloppiness is at the heart of the band, but this doesn't feel clobbered together and it serves up tremendous song after tremendous song, starting with the mean, propulsive Miss Judy's Farm and ending with the rampaging good times of That's All You Need. In between, Ronnie Lane serves up dirty jokes and heartbreaking ballads, reworked classics as their own, and generally a nonstop party. All right, what do we think of The Faces? I think that's a good write-up. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. And I love The Faces. (laughs) Yeah. Ben's a little biased. I'm a little biased. (laughs) I was going to (laughs) say... I don't think we're going to get a Faces album that you're not going to be... I don't think there is one. Sorry, this album's mediocre. It has one good song on it. I don't know why we're listening to the entire record. I think it's really good. I was surprised by uh, how much I liked it after a couple listens. I don't think it's as mediocre as you... I would like you to elaborate. I think that it is filler background music for mm. four songs per side, and then there's the one one decent track. You think there's only one decent track? I know which one you're talking I'm about. I'm sorry, there's only one track that's good. 
is extra specially good, and the rest is like, oh, this band's playing in the background. Wait, cool. which one? I'm yeah, assuming wanna... he's talking about Stay With Me. Yeah, Stay With Me. It's the only, it's it the only a... single, and it's the only one that like actually a... is that resonates. What about uh, like the second to last track, Too Bad? That's just as much a banger as Stay With Me. Well, you write banger next to that. Or Love, <laughs> Love Lies Here, which I think is a very, very cool, very pretty sort of ballad song. I... I I only listened to this record once, and I'm drunk now, so I don't know the veracity of my claims, but I do know that when I listened to it earlier today... You weren't I would, having it. No, it just, there, there wasn't, there wasn't, an, there's no, there's not enough hooks on any of the songs to call them, like, hmm. a good pop or fresh song, with the exception of... What, what do we call Stay it? Stay With Me. Stay, Stay With Me, me. yes. I yeah, will say well. that, with the exception of Stay With Me, this album... Doesn't necessarily jump out and grab your ear. Yeah. Well, Stay With Me is the only one that really has a chorus, right? I mean, the rest well, don't really... Gonna be, there's going to be other songs with no, chorus. Not, right? not like, well, not like with a hook chorus, not with like a, a, rep- a repeated phrase. It feels like they... It's less of a... Yeah, there's not a, a big like pop sensibility of, of verse. Here's the big chorus. Here's the... You know, it feels more relaxed, but I like that. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the Stones sometimes can overdo like a chorus... Whereas this feels just like a party, like they're hanging out and they're they're sort of like this go, era, going with yeah. the moment. This yeah. sounds like the reason why the Stones picked up Ronnie Wood, right? And, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this 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 reeks of like B plus Stones. I I yeah, described it slightly I different. Yeah. I described it as Stones with a better singer. <laughs> Stones. Stones. The rolling stones. <laughs> the rolling stones. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, like we, we, we talked about faces a bit last week when we were covering Rod Stewart because, you know, it's still the faces. Uh, on on like, early Rod Stewart solo albums, his backing band includes every member of the faces. And correct me, small faces has nothing to do with big faces? Uh, no, no, no. So do. small faces was the first iteration and then so Ogden's note gone fleek. That that, that is small faces. <laughs> yes, gone fleek. I believe that is the technical term. When they enlist Rod Stewart as their lead singer, then they become the faces. The fa- uh, faces refers to Rod Stewart era small faces. Okay, because Rod Stewart is five foot nine, which was too tall to be small. It's true. They're England. the regular size faces. And he is also the face. <laughs> yes, that he was a handsome man. Right. Yes, and then. Rod Stewart solo up until about like probably 73 or 74, his backing band wasn't only the faces, but it was all of the faces. So, <laughs> yes, and <laughs> y- yes, and it, it, it's a funkadelic parliament scenario, <laughs> man. Yeah, I, I it, th- this one didn't grab me, guys. Uh, hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to be the no, no, I'm the proverbial turd in the punch bowl. Yeah, it, 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 it sounded like B, plus. um, I could see that stones, but. But Stewart isn't up front like the way that Jagger is, like w- doing the uh, like the Rolling Stones stuff, with the exception of "Stay with Me." That's the only song where like Rod Stewart's like doing his "I'm Rod Stewart, this is my voice" type thing. Well, and Ronnie does sing on a couple of these, which does kind of throw off Ronnie the... Lane, not Ronnie Wood. Yeah, sorry, Ronnie Lane, the bassist. More like Ronnie Lame. Well, I, don't, I really right? don't like no, Ronnie Lane. No, Debris, Debris is such ah, a pretty song. Self. High five. The song. It's called a clap. Where you're from. 
uh, faces like yeah they're they're not a pop band and it seems Clearly. like when they have singles it's almost accidental it, it, right you know it but the faces they are a rock and roll party you know they're they're a late night rock and roll party they're not too jammy but they're just the right amount loose and like i i really like that about them i i like faces deep cuts you know, even even if there's not like a a hook or a melody that jumps out and grabs your ears, it's still like Face is one of those bands. It's 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 with the feel. It's with the vibe. It's I with, think this is where it comes down to. I don't think I like rock and roll that much. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I I, I I say that fully knowing that sounds like a crazy person on a trip down fucking horrible lane with a stupid fucking book. But, I mean, for the most part, like, you know, I, I don't listen to, like, straight-up rock and roll. Like, it, it's not a thing that, like, how do you feel? Okay, me. how do you feel about the term rockabilly? If, if I said there's a rockabilly band playing tonight, look at this right now. <laughs> like, the... What if, I, I, what if he said synthabilly? To be fair, my when I graduated from high school, the swing sensation that was carrying the nation was happening. And uh, I, I paid $50 for three swing dance lessons along with Kyle Beach and <laughs> the rest of the sump pumps because we were going to go down to Fountain Square and fucking swing dance our ways into some some young Hearts. whatever. I, I, but, took, I took a few swing dance lessons. I know, we all did, man. It's, it's, it's embarrassing. But no, like Rockabilly, it, it, I, I just pictured a, like... Bill from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure uh, with a wallet chain, but really he just looks like Dave Parker. Like, but, but it's it's a ba- like wearing a bloated David Parker wearing a bowling shirt in a band I don't want to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, but do do you think part of this though reaction is is the Stones are so good? Don't get me wrong. I mean the Stones are awesome. You like the Rolling Stones. So you're saying I know you, you like did, the Rolling Stones too? But I'm saying. I had a really hard time picking, I said this, I think, on the Rod Stewart, I had a really hard time separating this from Rolling Stones because it's such a, uh, like, not twin, it's but... It's Ronnie Woodbridge. Yeah. Well, and it's also it's, a, it's a so similar close. kind of concept, like a good time, rocking, like, yeah. you know, like a little sloppy... Both bands are famously loose. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Einstein Rosenberg, but it's like, <laughs> but uh, it's Stones, Keith Richards, and Ronnie Woodsenbergs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, it, Ronnie Woodsenberg. Yeah, fuck. Off. <laughs> I've been drinking. Um, no, it, it's it. I'm, 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 I'm going back. I'm, I'm going to go back to it. Like, there's been so much rock and roll that's been happening in my ear holes, like consistently throughout this thing. And I'm gonna just start calling rock and roll the source material, and this doesn't fucking elevate the source. <laughs> it just exists. Just it just fucking exists. It doesn't it doesn't make it a better like time for me. Huh? Drunk Rob. <laughs>
That's interesting too, because I I figured you would be into the sort of like a party album. I mean, we always like listen to Turbo Negro. This is not like Turbo Negro, my friends. This is not partying. I, like... I am not partying right now. Interesting. Okay. I, th- th- this th- this sets my foot nary a tapping. It's it's more boogie. It's not enough cranked up party. There are some like Don't get at the end of Stay with it's Me. Not, yeah. There's a solid rave up. Yeah. Like cool. and then too bad. I think is also. Pretty pretty fucking solid. Guys, I, I, I may have I may have skipped too bad. I, I would like to hear that song <laughs> but to I'll make gr- sure I'm not talking. I'll agree with butt. Rob partially that like you're right. Many of the songs on here are not grab you party riffs necessarily. I mm-hmm. think they did a really good job with Chuck Berry's Memphis, but uh, and there are some songs on here that are just straight up pretty like Last uh, Love Lives Here and Debris. But it's not. I don't know. I don't know if you want to call it pop or what, but it's not. It's not rocking enough to throw you into a party, like a hard party, and it's not soft enough to throw you into a, a reflective phase. Stay With Me is plenty hard enough to throw me directly into but, the heart of a party. But that is one song. A also too bad. Okay, okay well, one, two it, songs. It, it, took, it took five <laughs> fucking songs before you to, to get you to be thrown oh, directly no. into oh, no, the, no, no. A, like the, the heart star is, of a party. Uh, Miss Judy's Farms is yeah. a rocker. Yeah. Like is it though? Song. Yeah. He almost kicks that poodle. <laughs> he does get it, so he gets whipped in the barn for it. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying about whatever that means. <laughs> now, stay with me is a, a a stone cold rocker. Yeah, it, it's a yeah. great song. I hear I hear what you're saying though. It 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 is a bit to get if you're talking about like a a solid classic you know rock album. Yeah, the, this is like if this is the faces at the top of their game, it's hard to to sort of put them into the sphere of like great rock bands or of you according know, to that write up it's the top of, of their the game but are we even gonna cover ooh la la no see this but, book but i've but i have <laughs> but i've heard uh a lot of people have said that's a like not a good album i like a lot it. of write-ups say, say <laughs> you just, like all of the faces i like the faces is it yeah. just the one song then off that album ooh la la there's plenty more than one song on that album yeah what do you think of the song ooh la la rob that Love it. Would, it's a good one. Yeah, it's a good song. There's, I think it's funny that uh, Rod Stewart, as the official lead singer of The Faces, didn't like that song, didn't think it was going to be big, refused to sing it. They almost didn't record it, and Ronnie Wood's like, fuck it, I'll sing it. And that's their biggest hit. <laughs> and part of part of what makes that song so endearing is Ronnie Wood's kind of like non-professional vocal delivery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's no Ronnie Wood vocals on this album. We get Ronnie no, Lane you get Ronnie instead. Lane. Yeah. Which so is, many Ronnies. It's the so less, many less, the lesser faces of the are two like Ronnies. Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> That's too much Ronnie. <laughs> yeah. It should just be, instead of the faces, it should be called the Ronnie. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> remember, remember that band from Bloomington that was called 40% Steve? <laughs> because it was a five-member band and two of them were named Steve. Which is amazing because Pushpole is 100% Mike. Yeah. There's three members and they're all named Mike. But then one of the Steves quit 40% Steve. <laughs> yep. So then they've only got one guy named Steve. Aww. They could say 20% Steve, but we all know it's just the guy. <laughs> 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 uh, Pushpole was all Mike. Yes. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Pushpole's a better name than, it than was, 100% Mike. It was con- <laughs> super confusing when you wanted to talk to them because he would be like, oh, yeah, Mike from that band. He's really ripping it. Yeah. It's also Which the, one? It's also the all word for, like, I'd say about 50% of their equipment. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Mike. Uh, what's up with your mic? Mike. Hot Mike, Mike. Hot Mike. Which Mike? Hot Mike? Mike. Mike, no, the Mike. No, not you, Mike. The Mike. Well, but this one, luckily, one of the two Ronnies is not very good. So you know which Ronnie you're talking about. Which Ronnie is not good? Ronnie Lane. Ronnie Lane is just fine. Ah, I think he's okay. He's, well, he, he's, when he's singing on the same album as Rod Stewart, he is obviously a, a less accomplished vocalist. Is that because Ronnie Lane was just feeling... Like hurt about Rod Stewart having his sing his. Well, Ronnie Lane career? sang most of the Small Faces songs, ah, so on a okay. Faces album, Ronnie Lane still gets a few songs. He's also the bass player, and he writes like he's not only their singer. When they hired on Rod Stewart, Rod's only their singer, but Ronnie Lane didn't want to fully give up ever any vocal duties. You know, uh, makes sense. Yeah. 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 Uh, this was their most successful album uh, worldwide, peaking at number six on the U.S. and reaching number two in the U.K. Um, also features the biggest hit, Stay With Me, number six in the U.K., number 17 in the U.S. And it was certified gold, 1972. The original release of the album, the very original release, uh, included a fold-out poster featuring images of pills and Polaroids of the band and crew with nude groupies on tour. Uh, the poster was pulled from subsequent issues within weeks. <laughs> I believe it. Also, I read right after that it was like it became an instant uh, collector's item. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> because so yeah, if you of course see the album, wouldn't. it's yeah. either the original if it's got that poster, or it's the 2015 reissue. Yeah. Oh, it's the 2015 reissue. 2015 reissue has the poster. Yeah. Cool. So still cool poster. Yeah. <laughs> you you brought it up earlier, uh, like almost in passing, but I do really like their treatment of the song Memphis. I've heard a lot of covers of Memphis. I like I said, like I said in a different one, elevated is a loaded word. Yeah, I don't know if it elevates the song Memphis, but it definitely is a different take on it, and, yeah. and I really like it. Yeah, it's a good. Yeah, it's a good take. If I, you like the thing they've done, it has elevated it. But I'm not saying it's better than Chuck Berry. Yeah, I think elevated means necessarily uh, <laughs> it's 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 a better. It's just because, taking it as a different direction. It. Yeah, yeah. Right, so, you, so what are we going to use? Be, it? You can say plateau, I guess. Plateau? Uh, no, it's, no. Uh, plateau, no. I believe, would be changing nothing. You know, uh, in, in the in in the general usage is, of plateau as yeah, a yeah, metaphor. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. It's just, it's just it's a, a different take on it. I mean, I'm not it's, saying it's better or worse. Yeah. I'm on, just saying it's a different take. It's on par with the original. Yeah. I'm not even saying that. I'm okay. just saying it's different. Yeah. But in a good way. It is in good. a good way. Some things are different in a bad way. It is different in a good way. Yeah. Their and, version and is Memphis good. is a good enough song that I enjoy hearing different styles of that song. It's a strong enough song. It can carry through yeah. different interpretations. Yeah. Makes it cool in a different way. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, I prefer I, Elevate. I think, <laughs> I think too, what's, what struck me about this uh, album and why I, after like, a, like two listens or so, two, three listens, I not got it more, but I sort of appreciated more is I appreciated some of these ballads a bit more. Because they did not, uh, like, they didn't grab me at first. I was like, well, yeah, cool, has has a, little, a bit of a ballad. But then I started, like, reflecting and being like, actually, th this is a really cool song. Like, it's got a nice slow tempo. It's It's got that sort of, um, almost how you say the band is a loose jam. Um, it's sort of, they have this um, interesting things, dynamics between each member. Oh, yeah. And it's... It, it's just really cool. I really like the, like debris and love lives here. 
I didn't ex- I didn't expect that from the faces. I expected the the stay with me hard rockin' sort yeah. of like party vibe of the faces. Uh, this is debris. debris. Yeah. Or as Ronnie Lee would say, debris. Or wild horses, if we're yeah. being totally honest with ourselves, <laughs> because this band is a fucking <laughs> sack of shit. <laughs> On a different note, <laughs> subpar uh, like, stones, <laughs> garbage. So, uh, debris, uh, uh, Ronnie Lane takes the lead vocal. But uh, Rod comes in with the, the backing vocals on the chorus, which we're actually hearing right now. Yeah. And it's cool. I think I, I really like Rod Stewart's voice. You know that about me. Yeah. It's cool hearing it in a different context as as like a supportive character as opposed to like a lead. It's like hearing that voice like with like a different bit of a flavor on it. And I, I like it. it. It's hard to find a, a better backup singer than Rod Stewart. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of character. Well, I think, yeah, I think his that. best work was with uh, All for One, All for Love. That is the u- good use of Rod Stewart as a backing <laughs> singer. Yeah. That's absolutely a good point. He, he, had, he had practice at this one. <laughs> yeah. He really brought Brian it. Adams, they did the thing. <laughs> All right, how, how do you feel about this album, Rob? Guys, don't... L- listen to the single and maybe uh, the the two songs that are that too too bad. Are you and, recommending uh, too bad? Even though you admitted that you may have skipped it. Oh, I may have skipped it, but <laughs> you're, you're so <laughs> adamant about it, and you yeah, have. Let's go. Let's go to too bad. Yeah, right, I'm playing it right now. Okay. I mean, it's, you know one thing I like it, about too bad is burn. the sound effects on the guitar. He's like pretty girls. Wow, wow. <laughs> No, this fucking sucks. I'm sorry. No, there's one good song on this record, and it's not worth your time. Uh, Go buy a Rolling Stones record from the same year. You'll be much happier. Uh, I'm glad that the faces broke up. (laughs) Rod Stewart got in a fight with Elton John. Okay. What do you think, Ben? Dude, come on. Yeah. Wait, wait. Here's the other one. (laughs) Sweaty girls. Sweaty girls. Sweaty girls, damp hotels. That's where I'm going to stay. It, the uh, themes of the song are good. Oh yeah, it, you know me. I, I've got a strong bias. Like this is my bread and butter. This yeah. is what I like. Yeah, and I like it, and I will recommend it. Don't listen to Rob. Listen to the faces. <laughs> but you know, this is one of those albums. Like I don't think I wouldn't consider this a headphones album. You know, like there, there, there's not a bunch of nuance and stuff that. Dude, just, just put it on the stereo, turn it up, and crack a beer, and get back to your business. You know, yeah. it, it's just gonna it's gonna rock good. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a neutral plus. Uh, I'm not as negative as Rob, but I'm not as positive as Ben. Um, it's got you know a nice bluesy sort of boogie rock feel to it, but I don't particularly like boogie rock. Um, you know, there's parts of this that they do really well. I think they do a good cover of Memphis. Uh, Stay with me as a, an, an affirmed banger. 
Uh, Too Bad has some really interesting themes about, you know, like going to a posh party and being thrown out. Uh, and, you know, just saying like, oh, well, I guess my place is here with the sweaty girls in damp hotels. <laughs> so, you know, it, 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 the lyrics and like across the whole album, the lyrics really don't necessarily 100 percent hit for me. And I think that's a problem. Like if you're not going to bring the musicality, bring the lyrics. If you're not going to bring the lyrics, bring the musicality. If you're not going to bring either, give me something. They brought a case of beer, dude. Okay. <laughs> if I had a case of beer in me and this was just out on the back porch, like hanging out music. Okay. Yeah, but I'm still neutral plus. Yeah, I am going to say plus. I'm, I'm, I'm positive on it because I think what pushes it over the, the line for me from just saying, yeah, okay, album is the authenticity of the band and sort of feeling like they're having a good time. I always love a movie or any sort of media where I can tell that some like real enjoyment was like created by making something. If I had, if I had in a perfect world, I feel like these songs combined with like every picture tells a story combined with like long player would be the greatest album. Yeah. Of like the set, ch- set cherry pick, it literally would have been an amazing album, but I don't have that luxury. So this album is, I think it's yeah, it has some awesome songs, some really good songs, and like you're saying, like it's not necessarily an album that you're going to pick apart each song, but it's sort of like that Sam Cooke live from Harlem, the James Brown like live from the Apollo. It just. I mean, Only it, it's not live. This is just what they sound like <laughs> even when they're professionally recorded. Exactly, yeah. It feels loose, but at the same time, I feel like I could throw it on on a Saturday and just, like, have a good time. It is a front it, porch rocker, man. Yeah. Put the speakers I, in the windows, turn it up, yeah. watch the pretty girls go by. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it's really good. They did a great job. Um, I don't know if I will go back and, like, really dig into the faces because... They just don't seem like a band that has deep cuts for me, personally. You can take them at face value? Yeah. <laughs> I take them at faces value. <laughs> but uh, for a band that feels sort of like a t- top of their game, this this feels like kind of the album to, to go with. I love that the top of their game is a fucking B-minus Stones <laughs> record. Only in your opinion, dude. <laughs> I will say, though, a B-minus Stones album... That's for, better than for, like half of the Stones for, albums. For, yeah, exactly. For a '70s Stones album, that's really good. Fair, yeah. So, all right. Next time we'll be talking about the Flaming Groovies, Teenage Head. All right, thanks, y'all. I'm gonna miss it. Ah!